Welcome back to The Yurong Show, where we help entrepreneurs live their best lives. I'm your host, Justin Yurong, and I invite you to sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. I'm going to teach you how to build your personal finance foundation in your 20s. And if you're new to this channel, my name is Justin Yurong. Typically, I talk a lot about real estate investing, but also about personal finance like this video or this audio podcast. And the first thing that I'll say about personal finance in your 20s is the most important thing is that you build and develop skill sets. As far as what skill sets to develop, it doesn't really matter because as you build a skill set, whether you start to build sales or you get some marketing experience or accounting experience, whatever experience that you gain, it can always be used down the road, even if it's something that you don't want to do. For example, let's say you spent a lot of time doing sales. Maybe you, you get a sales job. And if you came from an academic background like myself from the college, you might feel like, ah, sales is beneath me. Like, I'm not going to do sales. Just do something. Do something that is involved with skills and developing your skill set. And if it's something that you think you want to do way down the road, even better. Do that. But let's say you're doing some sales and you do some sales experience for the year. So now you're a pretty decent salesperson because you've called and dialed thousands and thousands and maybe hundreds of thousands of people. If that's the case, and you earned a lot of money doing so, even if you wanted to change whatever industry you're in or do whatever it is later, and maybe your next business venture fails or something bad happens and you have to revert back and find a way to make money for yourself or for your family, for whatever it is, you always have a skill set to go back to. Because every time you develop a skill set, all it does is it increases your ability to earn money. And you have a different baseline every single time. For example, if you have zero skills, you're at a minimum wage job, earning whatever the minimum is in your state. Now, if you learn the skill set of sales, and let's say you were doing a job where you're making $100,000 a year, you know that you can always go back to that job or a job like that and earn $100,000 a year if you ever need it. Because maybe you are trying to do something else on the side. Maybe you're trying to build up your side hustle to become that for that thing to be your main hustle. But if you need money in the meantime, you always have a skill set. And then you can always develop upon those skill set. Maybe you start with sales and then you go into marketing to make even more money to market your product and then start selling your product. So in your 20s, the most important thing really is to start developing your skill sets, no matter what it is. Second thing is, and this is huge to me, and this is actually a very controversial thing because a lot of business gurus out there, they disagree with this. But I think you should have the ability to live below your means, at least understand and learn how to do it and actually do it and get that, get that experience. Because in my opinion, even if your thought in your head is, no, I'm just going to out earn whatever my living expenses are. I'm just going to out earn it by a lot. And so I never have to worry about living below my means. Yeah, I agree with that. that that'll work. However, to minimize the chance of your failure and minimize the chance of you not having food on the table, you have to learn how to live really cheap because all it does is it lowers that baseline of where you have to be. So for example, if you're at a W-2 job right now and you're earning $3,000 a month, so $36,000 a year, and you learn to live off of $1,000 a month, you know, technically in, in America, a lot of times that can be pretty cheap. And you might have to, whether you get roommates or something or live with parents or live with a friend, like whatever it is, 
you can learn to live for really cheap because as you grow your income, let's say you're making $36,000 a year, 3,000 bucks every single month, you learn to live off of 1,000 a month. As you grow your income, let's say you start earning 10,000 a month. Don't just boost up your living expenses. Learn to still manage that and maintain your living expenses until you feel comfortable enough to say, okay, look, I've done this for a really long time. I've made this kind of money for a long time. And if you want, you can choose to up your living, up your living expenses and do all that stuff. But unless you learn how to live way below your means, you're always going to feel this struggle of, ah, like I'm, I'm going to have to keep, I have to keep working even harder just to live. And it's a sucky feeling. And I know because personally, I've experienced times in my life where I've had lifestyle creep, you know, the very beginning, not earning very much, or maybe I was, and I was just saving really, really hard for my very first goal of, you know, buying that first house. As I was doing that, I was super frugal. And then as I started to make a lot more money, I I noticed, even though I preach, like, be as frugal as you can for the longest time to make sure that you're good and you have a lot of financial runway, or, you know, time to go. Even though that was the case, I noticed that my lifestyle started to creep. And I think this is a real thing. It's called lifestyle creep, where you start doing more things. You start going out to eat a lot more. You start start treating more people. You start spending more in different ways. And I think you have to learn that skill set of just learning how to live below your means. And if you do so, you will always be okay. The third thing I want to talk about with finance in your 20s is the truth about investing. And I'm talking about investing anywhere, investing into the S&P, the stock market, the real estate, anything. But if you're investing your own dollar and you're not earning a lot of money, I think that the moment you start putting your money into investments is the moment you kind of tell yourself, this is my earning potential. This is where I'm done earning. I don't want to earn any more. And I'm just going to invest my money so it's going to grow over time. And there's nothing wrong with that if that's your goal, if you're okay with that. But if your goal is to make a lot of money, or continually to get better, I think that money is much better spent on trying to develop skills. So you might be paying for courses or coaching to develop certain skills that you're trying to do and grow at because it can increase your earning potential at an insane amount versus just putting it into the S&P 500. Now, that's a, it's a very controversial topic, but that's just my belief. Uh, and keep in mind, I was a personal or I was a finance major and I was super into money really early on, actually, at a super young age. And I always had that mindset of, okay, I'm going to get a good job and I'm going to start investing it slowly into the stock market. I'm going to dollar cost average. I'm going to put it in the S&P 500 little by little. And I did that. And as I did that, I was like, is this it? Is, is this all I'm going to do? Like, and I, I felt that, I felt that cap. I felt like, okay, I had a, I had a job you know, earning solid income, I'm just investing whatever extra. And it was a lot of extra because I was living below my means into the stock market, the S&P 500, essentially. And it felt capped. I felt like I stopped, I stopped my earning. And I wanted to continually learn more and more and more. And this is really an individual kind of thing too. So figure out what works best for you. But that's just my opinion is investing little bits of money won't really do much. Even if you go over the course of the 50 years, the 30 years, like, yeah, you might have a few million in the bank, but could that have been better spent developing skills so that you can earn a lot more or just have a lot more money way down the road? I don't know. It depends on what you're willing to do and what you're willing to commit to. And the fourth thing, the last thing is I highly encourage you 
to avoid bad debt. This is like consumer debt, credit card debt. And in my opinion, not all credit card debt is seen equally, in my opinion. Because what if you're using your credit card debt to try to launch your business? Yeah, it's risky, and I've done it, and I've seen losses too. Like, don't get me wrong, I've seen times in my life where I've had a lot of cash in the bank, and then you start to slowly see it creep down and creep down, and then you start using credit card debt to get out of tight holes, and then now you're in a bigger hole. Like, I've seen this. It's happened to me. So there's nothing inherently wrong with maybe using credit cards for your business, but you just have to, you have to have the risk tolerance to do so. You have to be willing to take that risk. But in terms of using credit cards for straight, real consumer debt, like buying shirts, shoes, fancy stuff, fancy dinners, all that stuff, like avoid that. You're going to want to avoid that because I mean it. I really mean this when I say it. Money can dry up super fast as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, and you have to be super careful. So every dollar does matter. Even if you, I understand, like you want to be in an abundance mindset that money will come. Yeah, it'll come if you put in the work and you do the time. But a lot of times, if you're putting in all that work for the long-term goal, and you're really, really putting it for the long goal, oftentimes you probably won't be making that much money at the very beginning. And so you just, you have to hold on to everything you can. You have to protect yourself. I'm a big advocate of going for it and taking that jump and taking that leap. But at the same time, you have to find ways to mitigate your risk. And the ways to mitigate your risk, in this case, personal finance is live below your means, put your money towards skills, don't get into consumer debt, and what else? Oh, don't just start investing in everything. So that's my opinion on personal finance in your 20s. And if you follow these things, you will be so much better off, I can promise you. And if you like this video and you actually want to talk more about real estate investing, if you want to learn how to grow your real estate investing business, I want you to click on the link in the description below and you can actually get a free strategy session. Peace. If you enjoyed this episode, connect with me on social media and check out the different ways I can help you grow your business in the show notes. Peace.